Y'all, I've got something a little special for you. 100 episodes, can you believe that? Well, welcome to the Best Of series. And you're going to want to turn on your notifications because I'm dropping more than one favorite per week. Let me just say this. The Holy Spirit is active. God's plan is always in motion. So what you may have heard before, I bet you the Lord knows just what you need to hear again right now. Welcome to His Word, My Walk, where my desire is to ignite your spirit, elevate your mind, and yes, even challenge your body. I'm your host, Kayla, just your girl next door, Christian mentor and life coach. And for the next 20 minutes, I'll be here in your ear to drop some truth, encourage you, lift you up, and share insight from my own life about how God's Word and my daily walk go together. I've got some amazing resources available for you like prayer cards, Bible journaling boot camp, a free powerful prayer guide, and so much more. So head to hiswordmywalkpodcast.com and grab what you need. And while you're there, if you'd like to support this show and this mission, you can simply click the button that says buy me a coffee. Your generosity in prayer, in reviews, in encouragement, and yes, in those cups of, well, tea in my case, means so much to me as I continue to pour out what God puts in me. So now, lace up your sneakers, head out the door, and let's get into this. All right, y'all. I know I can't be the only one feeling this way or going through this. And I kind of already know that because I've heard so many of my friends and others talk about this too. And if it wasn't enough, the confirmation the Lord has given me in the past couple of days, it's just wild. <laughs> Do you feel like you're in a bit of a waiting season? Or maybe not even a bit? of a waiting season, but like full on waiting, waiting on the Lord to do his thing, waiting on that promise to come through, ultimately waiting on his timing, right? Oh, I know this episode is going to hit home for many of you listening. And even if it doesn't, what I have learned in this last week of my own life, I have tears that I've cried, the truth that God has spoken to me, the correction he has brought to me, the truth he has shown me. If this was just for me and not for you at all, I praise him right now. And I'll share today as a testimony, but I truly do believe it's for you too, because that's just kind of how we roll. All right, I don't get really nervous to share with y'all on this podcast anymore. I don't have the insecurities that I had in the first couple episodes or even the middle episodes when I started to truly speak the way God speaks to me. I don't really get nervous, yet this one this week, it's a little more personal for me. I, I feel a little more vulnerable about this one, and you might too once we get going. So I'm just going to preface this one from the start. If you finish this episode and the Holy Spirit has really spoken to you through these truths, take some time. Don't just turn off wherever you're listening to this and go back to your busyness. Take some time. Reflect. Speak with him. Maybe you need to confess. Maybe you need to repent. Maybe you need to just have a real honest conversation with your heavenly father. I don't say this in every episode. This one has hit me differently. So if it hits you differently too, spend that alone time with him. Okay, I want to jump right into these points. These aren't steps today. They're in no particular order. They're actually just truths and lessons to receive in your waiting season. Oh wait, but first, what is a waiting season? I feel like you could probably define it for yourself better, making it personal. For me, a waiting season is waiting on what you know God has promised you, waiting for it to come to pass. It's not just something we want or desire, but something we fully trust is part of God's plan for us here on earth. We're just waiting for it, waiting for marriage, 
waiting for promotion, waiting to have children, waiting to build the business God has called you to, waiting for direction, waiting for the next step, waiting for release from the current situation. Oh, that's good right there. See, we can often easily point to the thing in our lives because the thing is what we really want. The husband, the business, the house, the new city. But what we're really waiting on is the clearance to move, the next step from God, the release. We are waiting on, say it with me, God's timing. How many times have you told yourself that one overly repeated statement? God's timing is right. Perfect. (laughs) How come that statement, that truth, how come it doesn't sink in? Why do we need to keep on telling ourselves or others the same phrase? His timing, not mine. Oh my gosh, I literally just posted that in a caption on Instagram like a couple weeks ago. (laughs) So while preparing this today, I looked up something else. What's the waiting game? You know, when you hear that phrase like, oh, I'm just playing the waiting game. She's just playing the waiting game. Well, maybe I didn't understand it completely or properly before. This slang little phrase, what it really means is this. It's actually a strategy where you delay action or do nothing, usually so you can act more effectively later or get a better result. For example, like if I'm selling my car, the potential buyer and I are a couple hundred dollars apart. I may just play the waiting game. I'm not moving. I'm not reaching out. I'm not really doing anything. Kind of a balls in your court move. So now that I know that, oh my goodness, have I played the waiting game with God ever? Have I been like, well, I've done my part, God. I'm prepared. So balls in your court. I'm just waiting on you to respond now. Yikes. (laughs) Before I jump into these points that I have, the truths that I have to share with you today, let's kind of define this waiting season. Let's talk a little bit about it, and I'm going to challenge you right now to get your situation in your mind. Maybe you're waiting for a spouse. Maybe you're waiting for a move in your career. Maybe you're waiting to have children. Maybe you're waiting for a promotion. Maybe you're waiting to hear someone apologize. Maybe you're waiting to move to a new city. Maybe you're waiting for your time to shine. Whatever it is, if you feel like you're in a waiting season, stay right here. Okay, now whether you are older than me or not, here's the like big sister spiritually coming out. Are you waiting on God to move? The easy and quick answer usually for us is yes, right? I'm just waiting on God to move. I'm, I'm waiting on God to open that door. I'm just waiting on God. I'm just waiting on God. I'm just being patient and waiting on God. Well, I'm actually not going to tell you not to say that. And... I'm here to give you some truths about this waiting season. First of all, waiting on God doesn't mean you're riding the bench in the game of his plan for your life here on earth. You're in the game. So know your role right here, right now. So let me ask you now, what are you waiting on? And you know what? I hope you have an answer because waiting on something actually means that you have faith and that you hear God and that you know his promises. It's just a matter of time. So being in a waiting season as I see it now is actually evidence of faith and an opportunity to continue to build faith. My mom got saved when I was in about fifth grade and me a couple years later, probably like 1994-ish. Do you know when my dad got saved? 2010. He was 65. You want to talk about a waiting season as a wife continues to pray for her husband's salvation? It's so inspiring and incredible to me to recognize that in my parents now. God is faithful. That waiting season for my mom, that was a long season. Okay, so I have to ask you, does this 
thing that you're waiting on, this season that you're waiting on, does it hold more priority, more importance, more like oomph in your mind than anything else going on? You can answer that question any way you want. But the fact that you're saying that you're in a waiting season for that one thing, it totally does hold that weight in your life. (laughs) And I'll be honest, waiting to be a wife, waiting to be married and have kids and have access to all the blessings that come with the marriage covenant in front of God, I can admit that there are days that the promise of marriage feels more important to me than what I'm doing right now. That's the truth for me. Maybe it's not for you or maybe you don't want to admit it, but let me tell you, I am not trying to hold things back. I am not trying to lie to myself anymore. I am admitting it and saying it out loud. This has been an emotional week for me. Usually I get so excited for what God has for me to speak to you each week. Usually it's something I've been through and come out victorious through. And so I have time to like share a testimony and teach from experience through the Holy Spirit. But this one, this one right here, I'm like in this. And marriage isn't the only thing I'm waiting on. That's not the only expectation that I have from God and that I feel like, well, Not even that I feel like, but I know I'm in a waiting season. Usually there's a book I read, a post I see, a song or a sermon at church, and I'm like, yes, God, confirmation for what I'm about to share on the podcast this week. This past Sunday, yesterday, (laughs) we sang a song at church, and my first thought was, yes, God, confirmation for the podcast this week. And all of a sudden, I was the one with tears streaming down my face. I was the one on my knees with communion in my hand. So this one is personal for me. But I know I have to share it. And I know that through my sharing, God gets the glory. And I receive the peace that comes with obedience to him as I continue to wait. We are all in a waiting season for something. So take these truths. Okay, shoot, I have to share these truths with you. So you've got it in your mind, right? Are you in a waiting season? What are you waiting for? Say it right now. Okay, here's what the Lord revealed to me. Yep, while out on a hike, here's some truths I believe that we are to walk in when we're in our waiting season. Number one, in your waiting season, look and listen for God. Now, you know this had to be on the list. And I put them together, look and listen, because when it comes to our relationship with God, these two are often similar or even the same, at least in my life. God speaks to me often through what I'm seeing. So if I look for him, chances are I'll hear him too and then can listen. I've been talking so much about listening to God lately. Remember, hearing and listening are not the same thing. Head back a couple episodes and you can get all that goodness. All right, I could share the popular list of people from the Bible who waited, right? David, Moses, Hosea, Sarah. (laughs) But I can also almost go like romper room status. Y'all remember romper room? I see Kayla, I see Angela, I see Eric, I see Courtney, I see Ben, I see Lauren, I see Michelle, I see Nathan, I see Kirsten, I see Kenny, and I see you too. (laughs) Our own testimonies are what can give us the best boost and one of the best ways to look and listen for God. He's the same. God came through before, right? And it worked out so good before, right? So God will come through again at just his right time. I know, I know, easier said than done, but I bet you have your own testimony of a previous waiting season that is now no longer a waiting season. Look, I remember being in California, waiting for my immigration status to come through so I could move to Arizona and work for a church there. Do you know how long that wait was? 18 months. I cried. I was frustrated. I fought. I filed extra papers. I went to extra meetings. I prayed some more. I waited. And that was in 2017 that the papers came through, six years ago. 
That waiting season was awful, but it came to an end at God's perfect time. Do you know what happened while I was waiting in 2017? Wow, I never, I never thought about this until right now. I looked and listened for God. While waiting on my immigration papers, living with my brother and sister-in-law in California, it was then that I heard the Holy Spirit so clearly and began reading the Bible every day. The testimony and story that I share all the time, it was then. It was during that waiting season. Wow, God, I see you. Like, I saw you. I heard you. What truly changed how I hear God, how I listen to God, how I experience Him, and how I'm able to now walk it out and teach others and have this podcast, it started in that waiting season in 2017. Oh, his plan is always in motion. Remember that. So in your waiting, look and listen for God. The second truth, in your waiting season, live in your current season. Earlier, I shared how often the thing that we are waiting on, the season we are waiting on, we hold that at like a higher importance than what we're in right now. Well, if we think about it, that's borderline disrespectful to God's plan and knowing that he has a plan that's in motion. Live in your current season. Do you know why I am the best auntie ever? (laughs) Because in that season of waiting in 2017, with those super hard days, months, more than a year, living with my brother and sister-in-law, my niece Olivia was two. And then my sister-in-law became pregnant again and Nixon was born. I wasn't a live-in nanny. I was full-on auntie. And an auntie who is a super duper early riser (laughs) and a fun morning person. Don't you wish you had one of those around your house when you had little kids? Look, hands on everything. There was nothing I wasn't involved in with the kids. My brother travels a lot for work. So his wife and I, we became sisters and best friends and roommates and such a great team for one another. Y'all might know my relationship with Liv and Nixon. It's special. Although sometimes now I'm like, it's so rude that they don't remember those years of me living with them now that they're nine and six. But you know what is proof of that? Our close relationship. It is proof that I was living with them in that season. Had I not had that waiting season, or even if my waiting season was only 30 days, 60 days, 90 days, I would not have the relationship that I built with them, but also the one I built and grew with my brother and sister-in-law too. Gosh, looking back now, it's because of my waiting season that I am the auntie that I am. It's because of my waiting season, my hard waiting season that I prayed every single day. It's because of that waiting season that July 14th is officially anti-day. Yep, (laughs) anti-day. Because when my nephew called on Mother's Day and said, happy Mother's Day, Gigi, to my mom, and then looked at me on the screen and said, happy singles day, Kay. Yeah, you can laugh. (laughs) Like, way to throw that one in there, you little jerk, right? But his heart heart is so pure in wondering what day I get, because I don't get Father's Day. I don't get Mother's Day. So we have officially declared July 14th anti-day. All aunties feel free to jump in on this. Let's make it a thing. The benefits, the lifelong blessings of fully living in the current season during my waiting have changed my heart, my mind, my life in the best way. So I want to encourage you right now, while you're waiting, live. Like fully live in your current season. Don't just embrace the season you're living in. Live in it. And you know what? Stop even saying, I'm just embracing this season. No, because that kind of says, well, I guess I'll just deal with it for now until it's over. No, live, like fully live in your current season. 
Focus on what's happening, what's in front of you, the assignments and tasks, the people and places, the opportunities that you have now that you might not have when you get the thing that you're waiting for. You might not realize it until the season is over just how valuable it is, just how special it is, just how many memories and life-changing moments did occur. Okay, let's keep going. I got to fly through these. Third, in your waiting season, learn all you can. You know what one of my favorite little sayings is? I heard Bishop T.D. Jake say it when I was living in Dallas and really involved at the Potter's House. He said one time, he said, learn all you can and can all you learn. Get it? Learn all you can and can, like store it, like canning in jars for future use. (laughs) Learn all you can and can all you learn. If you got it the first time, sorry, I had to explain it. I didn't get it the first time. In your waiting season, learn all you can and can all you learn. Do you know one of the things I hear so, so often from my friends, especially those who have smaller children? Kayla, you're going to be such a good mom. I mean, I've always known that because it's been a desire, but that true hands-on season, I learned so, so much. I'm seriously the auntie who will walk through the store, and if I see a little kid trying to stand up out of the cart while the parents are turned around grabbing some needed groceries, oh, I'll tap the cart or tap the kid and say, on your bum. (laughs) I'm that auntie. What I learned in that season will stick with me forever. Oh, so many tricks to diaper changing, to bath and bedtime routines, foods to try, milestones. Like, I experience the mom hacks every single day without yet being in the season of being a mom. The season I'm still waiting for. This waiting season, waiting to be married, I've learned so much about myself, about life, about budgeting, about my own relationship with God, about what's important to me, about my insecurities, about my struggles, about what I need to work on within me, fully knowing and understanding that said husband to come, that God is preparing perfectly us for one another. He is not the solution to any of my problems, and I am not the solution to any of his. We will be two people desiring to walk out life obedient to God, knowing we each have been called, and we will also be called together. To be really honest, had I been married 10 years ago, I don't know if all these teachings would have come through me. I don't know. But learning all I can in this season for me My own obedience to God is front and center. I don't even have to discuss with anyone else how much I give, how much time I give, how much time I spend with God, how long I go for a hike with the Lord. I'm learning all I can and canning all I learn. Know this, God doesn't waste. Your current season is preparation for something you've been waiting for. And also know this, It might be preparation for something you don't even know you're waiting for because you're so focused and can only see the one waiting season that seems to hold the most weight in your life. Let me ask you this. Have you ever been an intern? Talk about a waiting season. I can't wait till I get out of this copy room. I can't wait until I go solo on the business trip with my own company card and can pick where I want to eat. I can't wait till I don't have to get everyone else's coffee. I can't wait till I get my own office. So right out of college, actually before I graduated, I was an intern for the NBA. Yeah, the National Basketball Association. Intern. Unpaid intern. (laughs) Knowing the copy machine inside and out was my jam. Get it? Literally, that thing jammed and I knew it inside and out. But you know what happened once I moved beyond intern status into full-time employment? I never had to wait for someone to help me with that darn copy machine. I could whip out 120 copies of contracts two-sided, sorted, and stapled in a matter of seconds. You know what else I learned? 
how to appreciate those coming up behind me. I learned how to lead others and teach to the point of being one of the pioneers of the NBA Summer League in Las Vegas. I spent many a summers there when it was first starting, bringing in 20 college students, overseeing and teaching them how to conduct themselves, how to be professional, how to, (laughs) it's funny now that I think about it, how to run those copy machines to get the stats out to the coaches and general managers and scouts in record timing during timeouts and (laughs) halftime. Wow, I could have truly chalked my internship up as, well, I just need this to finish my degree. I just need to sign off on the papers at the end of these three months. But instead, I learned all I could. And now... 20 years later, a lot of those skills are integral to who I am and how I work. So let's recap. In your waiting season, look and listen for God. Live in your current season. Learn all you can. And here's a fourth one. Let go of your timeline. Oh, do I even need to explain this one? Or can I just leave it here? Sometimes I think we get God's instruction so twisted. Like I think he has said to me more than once, and yes, again this past week, Kayla, I said to wait. I didn't say no, and I didn't say go. I didn't say move. I said wait. I'm going to leave you with this popular scripture. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up on wings as eagles. They shall run and not grow weary. They shall walk and not faint. That's Isaiah chapter 40, verse 31. I had that verse in mind while preparing this whole episode. It's one that I know from memory about waiting. You might know it too. And when I went to read it in my Bible, my New Living Translation Bible, the one I read every day, oh, (laughs) here's what it says. But those who trust in the Lord will find new strength. They will soar high on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. Those who trust in the Lord. Do I fully trust the Lord? Do I trust him that what he has said is true? Do I trust that his promises are true? Do I trust his plan for my life? Do I trust his timing? In your season of waiting, let go of your timeline. I'm working on this one. It's so easy to say the words, God's timing is perfect. I'm waiting on God, his timing, not mine. But what I've found this week is that I can say that God's timing is perfect. I can even believe his timing is perfect. And at the same time, hold on to my timeline. Let go of your timeline. This was a tough one for me. And God's grace helped me to be able to share with examples that became so real. This week, as I was struggling in my own waiting season, I hadn't even thought about the worst waiting season of waiting on my immigration paperwork. And to see that season as so life-giving and life-changing, God is so gracious. Yes, there will be things we need to work through and they will be tough and we will cry and we will not just pray, but we will have some real conversations with God. And still, he is so gracious. These truths are real, y'all. I pray that you heard from the Holy Spirit today something he needed to get to you. I pray you are encouraged in your season of waiting. I pray you fully trust God's timing with fresh understanding. And as you continue in this season of waiting and step into other seasons of waiting, I pray that you and I, (laughs) I pray that we remember to look and listen for God, live in our current season, learn all we can, and let go of our timeline. Oh, and last night, as I was walking out of worship, fully prepared for this episode with all the great points that all begin with the letter L, after I cried out to God, after communion, after I knelt in his presence, after I opened my hands and surrendered all of it to him, as I got up and walked out of the sanctuary, the little whisper of the Lord said this, one more thing, Kayla, 
lose the attitude. Thank you for joining me this week. My prayer is that this episode was able to ignite your spirit, elevate your mind, and challenge your body. The His Word My Walk podcast is here to serve you. So if you haven't already, you can check out more of my programs and services at hiswordmywalkpodcast.com. You can also find me on Instagram at Kayla Praise. If you could do me a quick favor and leave a written review in your listening app, I would really appreciate it. I'll see you next time. 